Hello everybody, this is Jeff J. Brown, China Rising Ranger, Sino Land. Quickly, before we get started, my wife and I live on a limited um, retirement income. If you appreciate the work that uh, I do, uh, please make a donation. Um, it's at the in the uh, Substack uh, email and also on the on every one of my China Rising Ranger, Sino Land um, article and podcast pages. Here we go. Frank Dicotter's new book coming out next month called China After Mao and all his other past screeds can be used to line your cat litter box, keep, un, keep his fireplace tender, or turn into garden compost. Why? Dongping Han, professor at Warren Wilson College in North Carolina, USA, whom I've interviewed on my show, exposes Dicotter for what he is, a very well-paid, phony researcher and hopeless fabricator of the worst lies. Dongping Han sent me this, and I quote, Frank Dicotter used Life magazine photos from 1947 as the front cover and inside his book called Mao's Great Famine on the Great Leap Forward 1958 to 1960. After my friend from Malaysia alerted me, I confronted him with an email, and of course, since Dongping is, is a you know a college professor, he you know he has to be he can't be ignored. I confronted him with an email, and he replied that he had to, because he could not find any photos about the in parentheses supposed Great Leap Forward famine. There was hunger, but no famine, so of course he could not produce any photos for something that never happened. What a shameless fake. Continuing on, Dongping said in his book, Mao's Great Famine, he claimed he had documents to prove that Mao wanted to starve half of the Chinese people to death, so the remaining half would have more to eat. I asked him to show the documents. He first said that he had an agreement with the source that he could not show it to anybody. And of course, being a college professor, Dong Ping said, I replied that was bullshit. Eventually, he said that I could come to his office during his office hours to see it. Knowing that I was in the U.S., he probably felt sure I would not fly to Hong Kong to see it. But I have colleagues there. One of my friends in Hong Kong went to see him on my behalf and got a copy of the document. It turned out that the document was just the opposite of what Dicotter claimed. The document said that Mao wanted to cut industrial investment projects in 1960 by half so that the remaining half could be completed in time with adequate funding, nothing about starvation, because there was none. This is a guy who claims that he understands the Chinese language. His book is filled with complete and total shit. Nevertheless, because he is anti-Mao and anti-China, he was funded with two and a half million dollars from the Chongqing Guo Foundation in Taiwan to lie to all of humanity and all of his books have been on the New York Times bestseller list. 
that is boots on the ground, real life testimonials about Frank Dicotter from someone who knows. And I will continue with my my part. Why are all of Dicotter's books bestsellers? That's because they are football field sized tissues of lies, fabrications, bogus data and rigged statistics, wrong dates, names, and places that he just pulls out of his ass. Dicotter is a rich media whore who is sinophobic and a rabid, foaming at the mouth McCarthyite anti communist. The Taiwanese Chiang Ching Guo Foundation, which paid Frank Dicotter two and a half million dollars, was founded by Chiang Kai-shek's only biological son, and like his father, was a brutal Kuomintang KMT fascist until his last breath. The same KMT that Mao and the Chinese people ran out of the mainland in 1949. An $86 million endowment started this China-hating foundation from Taiwan's Ministry of Education and wealthy anti-China donors. That's a lot of money to buy big lie propaganda machine anti-communist vomit to barf across the world. Some bodies, like the University of California at Berkeley, turned down this Taiwanese pimp money. Not Dicotter and too many others. Mobo Gao, professor at the University of Adelaide in Australia, whom I've also interviewed on my show, added to Dong Ping's comments because they're both members of the China Writers Group, which I founded. Mobo said, quote, in my book, Constructing China, I have one chapter on the Great Leap Forward and on pages 178 to 182, I have analyzed what Dong, Dong Ping here says about Dai Cotter. End of Mobo's quote. I continue. Dong Ping wrote the book, The Unknown Cultural Revolution. Mobo wrote The Battle for China's Past and also Constructing China. And they both contributed to the book, excellent book, Remembering Socialist China, 1949 to 1976. I've read them all. Both grew up in poor, isolated villages during the Great Leap Forward, 1958 to 1960, and the Cultural Revolution, 1966 to 1976. They were there. They lived through the Mao era. If Dicotter, who is nothing more than a well-paid prostitute and a pathological liar, was publishing the truth, then surely Dongping and Mobo would hate Mao with a passion, especially now that they are leading successful and comfortable academic lives in the West. Yet that's not the case. Check out our interviews on China Rising Radio Sinoland and read their books to get the honest, boots-on-the-ground reality of the Mao era. Links are provided below, and you can be guaranteed that their books will not see the light of day on the New York Times bestseller list. Thank you.